Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hey everybody and welcome to Practically Christian Podcast. We're back with Debbie. Hello. So I know we had a couple of guest speakers, but we are back now it is Josh and Debbie. And today we're, we're going to be discussing something that it wasn't until recently I noticed was even a problem. Hang on, before you guys hear any more, I have no idea what he's going to say. He never tells me what we're going to talk about. I think they need to know that. Okay. <laughs> um, again, for more information, if, if you want to, you know, chat with us or anything, head over to Scent.Church. Um, you could also find us on Facebook at Scent Church, Scent Church Volusia. Um, that's pretty much it. We don't really have a whole lot of, like, out know. there. I didn't know where um, else you were going with that. But please, you know, remember to, to share and, and comment and review. Um, again, we can't do this if you guys aren't, you know, supporting it because that's where all our strength comes from, from God first and then, you know, the, the love we get from our supporters. But and, getting more into what I was talking about. Hang so, on. Can I say something? Do you take requests? I do. Like if someone wants to talk about something in particular? I do. If you have something in particular you want to hear addressed on the show, um, just shoot me an email, shoot me a text, shoot Debbie a text. I know some of you may be listening from far away and don't have our numbers. That's why that sent.church is so important. You know, That's how you can connect with us, uh, find more information. Obviously, look us up on, on Facebook. Again, Sent Church, Sent Church Volusia. Um, there are two different Facebooks because it's a whole church planning thing. Um, we belong with an organization that, that are churches planting other churches, churches starting other churches. And that's a whole other podcast. So, And now that all that pitch is out of the way yep. and, and we're two minutes into this, this is something that I didn't even know was an issue until like recently. And it's something oh, that I know Debbie and I both grew up in. And it's something that a lot of people, especially Christians, struggle with. And that is... Where should you send your kids to go to school? Ah, and there it is. <laughs> like, you know, recently you, you see this huge push in homeschool um, that you didn't see. And, and we're relatively young and, you know, Thank didn't you. graduate that long ago. Um, <laughs> however, and, and when I say didn't graduate that long ago, that was college. Because if we went all the way back to high school, it was probably a long time. It was a long time for me, at least. I am older than Josh. I know you, you can't tell when you look at us, but yes. Um, but recently, like, I remember growing up, and especially with, like, homeschool, that really wasn't a viable option growing up. I, I mean, did not know anyone that was homeschooled. And I only knew, like, three people, you know, that went to church with us that, that would have been homeschooled, where now it, it, it's almost... Like a norm. It's almost like a, a, a subculture within itself. Right. There's of, a fairly big population. Yeah. And and then what about your other options? I mean, virtual school and private school and charter school and public school and school of the hard knocks. You know, where I went. Oh, my. No, you didn't. He didn't <laughs> go to the school of hard knocks. He um, lived a good life. <laughs> you know, and but this is this is a big thing. And and. There's a lot of people that debate which is better. I was going to say there's a lot of controversy over there it. There is. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of Christians I know that really hate public school. You know, and they, uh, they look at public school as something where 
Like, you might as well just, you know, teach witchcraft in your living room. Right, like you're sending your kids to the devil's playground. Right. And then, you know, there's a lot of kids I know that go to private school that, you know, even if it is a private Christian school, that are exposed to the same things that a lot of people are afraid public school is going to expose their kids to. It's just at a much smaller scale. And I'm going to go ahead and and get the the cat out of the bag right now. I'm not going to endorse any one single form of education on this pod show. Nope. Pod show? Pod show? Podcast? On this show? Podcast? Whatever. Keep going. Whatever it's called. <laughs> um, I am going to lay out a plethora of different things on it, though, that I think you should consider when you're considering your child's education. Right. So, to jump right into that, um, according to the National Association of Independent Schools, the median tuition for private schools in America... Is seventeen thousand four hundred and forty-one dollars. Ouch. Okay, so let, let's go ahead and take a step back. The median, meaning average, is about seventeen thousand dollars. I know you can find them cheaper. Um, I know there are scholarships that a lot of private schools offer. Yes. However, even with that, you're coming out of pocket. You're going to be spending money, and and sometimes that's going to be acceptable. And and there's a lot of families out there that can do that. Um, but there's also a lot of families out there that can't, that live paycheck to paycheck. Right. And because it costs so much, it's not going to be a viable option. Um, it's the same thing with homeschool. A lot of people don't understand, like, with homeschool... It's not free. Most of them, you're buying your own curriculum. Right. And, and, like, you have to fork all this money out. And I don't even know if there's scholarships and stuff for, for something like that. Like, I don't, I don't I mean, know I don't that know. much about it. I don't think there is, but I know everyone that I know that homeschools their child they pay out of pocket for the curriculum which is very closely related to private school now i do know like one of the benefits though to private schools um whether it's a private christian school or you know just a private school is they don't have to follow the federal guidelines that that ridiculous core cricket core common core oh my goodness Man, I could not get that word out. No, you couldn't. The Common Core. They don't have to follow that. Their funding isn't based off of... But they can follow it if they choose to. Yes. But it's not something that they're going to get... But um, even more important, it's their funding's not generated off of test scores. Right. So a private school has a lot more ability to offer a curriculum that that's more robust that's more well-rounded you know it's not a simple study for the test right so you see a lot more stem you see a lot more creativity you see a lot more uh things of that nature but what a private school lacks is extracurricular activities money money because they don't get that that's funded by but they don't get that state funding Right, right they don't get that federal funding because they're sitting here going, hey, look, we're going to do this our way, and you can keep your money. Right. Which, on one hand, hey, that's very commendable. On the other hand, commendable, that's a word. <laughs> I thought you said something else. <laughs> that's a word. It is a word. I just thought you said something else. Um, Sorry. Where where was I going with that? Oh, yes. <laughs> so, like, they don't have the money to have these huge programs like you would find at a public school. Right. And and you know what? That's sometimes this is a bad thing. I was part of ROTC. I was part of the Future Business Leaders of America. I was part of a Spanish club. I was not. 
but you were part of a pretty big football team, a pretty big weightlifting team. That's all you I got. Were in I gifted, had no, you were in the gifted program, which I mean, that was in the health intense. academy, and and I mean, there was a lot of stuff because we both went to public, public schools. schools, right? You know, so they had these different programs that were offered with with a lot of private schools. You know, and I know this is just asking for problems. They don't have those programs, though. They don't have right. a gifted program. They don't. They don't have an ESC program. They don't have, you know, programs to really help with kids on one end of the spectrum or the other. Now they do have programs that can be funded by the parents or by scholarships that maybe they do like fundraisers for, but they're not going to get funding from the state for it. Right, and they have to be very creative with how they come up with those programs. Right. Now, that being said, I know a lot of people would assume that private schools would be more likely to have a challenging curriculum. Because, and, and in most cases, they do. Right. You know, and, and there's some kind of entrance exam, and there's something you have to do to prove. There's you know, a standard that, of some sort. Right. You know, it's not, Usually. you're zoned, so you have to come here. Right. It's more of a, a selection process to get into. And I mean, I might be wrong, but in my personal opinion, I think mm-hmm. at private schools, teachers have more of an opportunity to have a solid relationship with parents than they would at public schools. With all the rules and regulations and things that go on, I think there's a lot of relationship lost in public schools between parents and teachers. Well, and especially with the education system the way it is and, and being, you know, coming from teaching at public school. Um, you taught at public school. Right. I did not. And, and coming from that, the, the educational system is set up to get people through, to, you Push know, them through the system. Yeah, especially once we had the no child left behind and, you know, it, it's set up in a way where you have a very large volume of students. And in most cases, a very small number of schools to send them through. Right. And and that's not fair to the student, and that's not a fair criteria to base anything off of. I mean, there's only so much money to go around. Right. You know, so a Somebody's lot of... Somebody's got to pay for it somewhere. Right. So, you know, a lot of the parents that are out there going, oh, we want smaller class sizes. No, you can't raise my taxes. Well... It's like a dog chasing its tail. It's just you're not going to get anywhere with it. Right. I mean, if they don't have the extra money, how are they going to hire more teachers? How are they going to offer more things? How are, like, how are they going to do any of this? You're the one that's funding it, and you're going, No. No, you're not taking any more of my money. You're not going to take another penny from me on the dollar. Right. And I know that opens up a whole different, like, taxation and a whole different... Stuff that gives me a headache. Right. But that's where they get their money from, and, and if... We're not willing to give them more money, then they have to make do with what they have. Right. But another uh, interesting survey from Great Schools, and it it showed test results. Mm. And on average, private schools typically score higher than public schools on standardized testing. Um, I think there are several things that factor into that, though. There is. And and in the report, like when, when you go through and I was reading through it, you know, it took into account students' backgrounds and, mm-hmm. you know, their socioeconomic and... And that's the class I'm taking right now. So I just read a whole chapter on that. Um, so th- there are other factors that come into that. You know, seriously, the biggest factor, does mom and dad help out at home? That is so... That's huge. You know, I don't and... think parents realize how much 
just sitting with your child 20 minutes a night reading anything to them. The cereal box could impact the rest of their school career. Right. And it, it is. It's huge. As teachers, like, I can sit down and go, yes, you know, with little Johnny over there, mom and dad obviously help out. Right. Because he is more prepared for class or with little Susie over there, you know, she obviously, her, her parents are sitting down and working with her because she can, you know, she knows all her sight words. She knows her multiplication tables. She knows all this, you know, and then you can tell the kids that as soon as they leave school, they don't even remember they had homework. Like they're going home. They're, they're going to play basketball. They're going to play electronic There's no structure. Right. But that goes into an even deeper issue. And that's the breakdown of the family. Absolutely. And, you know, kids are stuck on and we're, an iPad. And, and I'm actually, like, to close with, I'm going to circle back to that oh. point. <laughs> so, but um, but going back to the, the test scores, um, that same survey showed that in comparison, you're, you're talking about a 50-point swing. So, in reading, the the average score for private schools was uh, 500 on the SA, SAT and 478 for public schools. Okay. You know, the average score in math was 530 or 580, I'm sorry, for private schools where it was 535 for public schools. So, really in all honesty, yes, they score higher, but it's not like they're they're doubling. You know, it's not like right. you know, the you know, it really boils down to bigger issues than did you go to a public school or a private school? Um, and then, um, you know, even looking at it from a Christian point of view, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of Christian parents out there that go, I'm going to send my kids to public schools so they can be a salt and a light in the world. And, and although I think that's commendable, right. Um, <clears throat> that shouldn't be their only reason right. to send them to a public school. They're not, I don't know. I know what I'm thinking. It's just not going to come out right. <laughs> Um, now the, the only other stat I'm going to give as far as all this goes is, for example, it it turns out that 64% of all graduates from all private high schools and 81% of graduates from Catholic high schools go on to get a four year degree. You said 51% from private? 64 from private and 81 from Catholic high schools. Okay. Okay. Um, the same is true for only 40% of graduates from traditional public schools mm. and 30, 37% from charter schools. Oh, wow. And to me, that was a big, that was a big one. Yeah. Um, and again, that speaks to a lot of different deeper issues in the fact that we don't produce trades anymore either. Nope. You know, and that, that's a hard thing to understand. Like, not everybody needs to go to college. No. And I know that's hard for some parents to hear, but... Um... They don't. There are some kids that God didn't design them to spend four, six, eight, or ten years in college. He may have designed them to do something that a trade school teaches them. Diesel mechanic school or motorcycle mechanic school or... I don't even know what other trade schools are there. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot. I, I mean, um, you know... Culinary and, school. And even when I, was, when I was in the public school system, I was part of what they call a CTE education or career and technical education. So... You know, you think um, shop class. You think... I loved my shop class. You know, class. Like, like mine was building construction design technology. So, you know, that was my background and, and that's who 
that's where we we would um, you know you would go to learn these actual trades now now granted you're not gonna know everything there is to know after a high school shop but class. kids learn how to use a hammer or a screwdriver right. things that they just cannot do right now I mean I read a not I read that's a lie I was watching, I can read, I was watching the news and um, they were talking about this generation is the most depressed, lonely, sad, down, and suicidal generation that has been. But they're the most educated. Oh yeah. And, And the most in debt and, you know, so many other things. But seriously, even if you look at, at scripture in Exodus 31, um, God is talking to Moses and and he's talking about building the tabernacle and he says, see, I have called by name and I am going to just, I'm sure pronounce this perfectly. Where is it? Um, Bezalel. And he is one of the first people. In fact, the first person to say that is filled with the Holy spirit and he's a construction worker. Like he's the guy who's going to be in charge of building the tabernacle. Mm. And so, a lot of times we look over these trade careers and, and we forget you ever had like your air conditioning go out and how expensive it was to to get that fixed. Right. But again, and, and going way back to where, where I was talking about, we're going to circle back around. Um, the reason I'm not going to give my where I where I fall on this is simple. I think everyone's different on this one. Um, I don't think. You would be a pagan for sending your kids to a public school. Nope. I don't. I don't necessarily see there's anything wrong with public school. Um, are they going to be exposed to things in public school that that maybe you would hope they weren't? Yeah. Yes. But then again, when they get older and they move out of my house and I no longer have control over them, are they going to be exposed? Or I'll do you one better. Were you exposed to things like I was? Yep. Like in. Not everything I was exposed to that was negative was at this evil public school I went to. Right. There are some things that I was exposed to, um, negative behaviors. I'll say it. In church. No. Yes. Uh, yes. Not in church. Yes, in church. And um, I made some of the greatest friends in my public high school. And I think when you send kids, um, when kids are homeschooled, I think there are a lot of things that are really, really good about it, but I also think there are things they miss out on it if it's not done the right way. Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think that's the bottom line. Like, what works for you in your situation is what works for you in your situation. Like, you know, whether you're at a public school, a private school, or a home school, again, the, the biggest influence in that is going to be what is you, your involvement with your children? Like, You are your child's biggest teacher, so you shouldn't chastise people for their choice of education? For their child? I wouldn't. Oh, but, okay. I'm just checking. But again, I mean, obviously, if you feel and, and the Spirit is leading you to, hey, maybe we do need to do private school, that's not bad either. I mean, right? you know, and if you're one of the people that are homeschooling, that's not bad. Um, however, it's why we put so much stress and importance on where we go to school opposed to, you know, our relationship with our kids. Because God's going to use you no matter where you go. And again, you're going to influence your child more than anybody else will. Right. And I, and I know like this is a huge topic and, and I know we're running out of time and 
like this just scratches the surface of it. And there are benefits to each and every form of education there. Um, However, again, if you take nothing away from this, understand it's your relationship with your child. Like, you are the one who is supposed to be, not well, and disciplining, disciplining, but discipling your child. You are the one who is supposed to be showing your child how to live and and setting those moral values. And, and like, that's not the school's responsibility. That's not the church's responsibility. That is your responsibility. Um, and, and like I said, there, there are a, a whole bunch of benefits of public school system, you know, with programs they offer, with the education they're going to get. There, there's benefits out there for that. There's a, there's a lot of benefits for private school right. and, you know, the smaller numbers in the classroom and the more one-on-one teaching. And there are, are a, a, a whole bunch of benefits to homeschooling, you know, and with obviously very individualized learning. Right. Um, and there are also downfalls to every single one of those too. So, you know, again, it, I, I I would love to to do a podcast on each one in particular. Maybe you could interview and, a homeschooler and um, someone that sends their kids to public school and private school. I would love to do a pod <laughs> a podcast on each one individually to go more in depth with. Um, so this was really just to scratch the surface on it, and you know, to start that open thinking about it. So until next week, I challenge you, you know, really stop and think about your relationship with your kid because that that really needs to be your biggest takeaway from this. Um, Not where you necessarily send them to school or to church, but um, how's your relationship with them look? Are you you talking with them every day or do they see their electronics more than they see you? Mm -hmm. And and I know that that can get into a whole other plethora of things, but like that's where I would start, and and that should be the big takeaway from this. You know, we'll we'll get more into depth with which school is best later. Um, you know, but I hope this gave you some food for thought. And and uh, as always, you know, please download, rate, comment, share, uh, share being the the really big one. And uh, until next week, we love you. We can't do this without you, and we look forward to seeing you again. Bye guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.